This is Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. It's new people, new policies, and pros for today's Women on the Move. America's Gold Star families are a vital part of our country's military community and a distinguished part of our country's military history. It is our privilege to honor Gold Star families. And now here's your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. Welcome to Women Veterans Rock on the Hill. It is the award-winning podcast for today's Women on the Move. And I am your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. Today we are honoring America's Gold Star families. Gold Star families are spouses, children, parents, siblings, and others whose loved one died in service to our nation. We have the privilege of sharing and discussing this true and touching love story told by the now famous military spouse, Dana Kennedy, who is also a Pulitzer Prize winner. We love the portrayal of this story, and we are delighted to have you join today's conversation in support of this American Gold Star family, and frankly, in support of all of America's heroic Gold Star family members. So join me and a new member of our podcast posse as we share with you the highlights of this loving memoir after this short break. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, we want to thank our sponsors, Comcast NBC Universal Military and Veterans Affairs for their support of women veterans, military families in the production of Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. We thank Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, a national enduring partner of Women Veterans Rock for their longtime support and for their shared vision of service, inclusion, and equality. Peace and blessings. I'm Gabby Raska, and I'm thrilled to be the new public affairs liaison for Women Veterans Rock. I am a supporter of America's Women Veterans and an advocate for military families, and I am excited to be a part of the podcast posse here at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. Good afternoon, Gabby Raska. We are excited to welcome you to Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. And I'm so thrilled and honored to be here with you today. I feel like today is a bit of a celebration for us. We want to celebrate the fact that we are at the top of year 2022. So let me wish you and all of our podcast listeners, some 4,000 plus listeners, a happy new year. This is also the beginning of a new season for us here at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast, and we are celebrating season number six. We are so excited to welcome you back as our guest and a co-host, but today we'd like to welcome you as a new addition to the Women Veterans Rock Podcast Posse. Let's begin with an introduction of a journal for Jordan. It was written by Miss Dana Kennedy and directed by Mr. Denzel Washington. Hi, I'm Dana Kennedy and here's a scene from A Journal for Jordan. What's this? It's a journal, so you can write to your son. What do I write? Tell him who you are, what you believe in, and tell him you love him. 
it really was a process uh, uh, of developing the material over the past 15 years. And it wasn't actually in the plans for me to direct the film until uh, about two and a half years ago, three years ago. Dear Jordan, the moment I met your mother, I knew she was the one. I don't think they were each other's ideal person when they first met, but they grew together. And I think that's extremely powerful. Dana and Charles were two different people completely who chose to love each other despite their differences and despite that, you know, their paths were just completely different from each other. And after some convincing, she fell for me too. I think you are beautiful. When you get what you want, but not what you need. He was extraordinary and I wanted the world to know about him. I also selfishly needed something to do with my grief. And as I tell my son all the time, when you have challenges in life, you can do something positive with it or negative. Real love takes sacrifice. We can make this work. And A Journal for Jordan has been characterized as a charming love story that's been full of hope and I think that we'd like to begin by giving our listeners a summary of a journal for Jordan. Can you give us an overview of how you view the movie A Journal for Jordan? Absolutely. So in the beginning, we open up with a dream sequence. Our main character in the dream sequence is experiencing scenes from war. Um, we then realize that she is a single mom and she begins to tell us this story, mostly through memories and flashbacks, um, of, of how she fell in love with, uh, our lead, uh, Charles King. And they met in her, in her father's home. He was hanging a painting. He was part of her father's, uh, troop. And he um, is immediately very charming, and, and you can see there's an attraction right away. Um, she kind of dismisses it. You know, she, she appears to not really want a soldier. Um, she, she uh, having grown up in a military family, she's like, oh, I don't know. Um, but he's just so charming that she has to pursue it. Uh, they connect, and they maintain a long-distance relationship for a while, um, and eventually it's clear that he wants to marry her and he proposes and it's lovely. Um, and then he is deployed, um, after the nine 11 attack. So with her being an editor at the New York times, she was downtown the day of the attack and he immediately calls her uh, to make sure that she's okay. And at that point, um, you know, shortly after that, we find out that he's going to be deployed um, and they are, uh, you know, they're separated yet again, and, and this time by so much distance, um, so that, that immediate sacrifice is, is, is there. While Charles is away, Dana decides that she wants to have a baby, and he's ecstatic, and on his next leave, he comes home, um, and she gives him this journal that will be a gift to their future child, and she asks him to write in it lessons to him, his morals, his values, things that he wants his son to know. Um, and so while, you know, over the next few months while he's away, he's writing in this journal. Um, and we see the, the viewer sees the movie in, as I mentioned, in flashbacks. 
um, in memories and jump forward. And so we're able to see Jordan grow up in a, in a coming of age story. Um, Jordan grow up without his father and, and how Dana um, survives as, as a single mother and, and some of the more challenging moments in her life. Um, and it's just, it's a really well told story. Um, how did the movie affect you on a personal level? You know, it really gave me uh, a closer and more intimate look at the kind of sacrifice that service members make and, and their loved ones um, and, and just how profound that really is. How was the story for you in terms of its effect on the audience? Because when this movie was written, it was written to give observers an inside view of the life of a service member, but also the life of a military family. What was the connection to the audience to this screenplay? It really gave uh, a, a deeper and, and more intimate look at the, the everyday sacrifice that is needed when, when someone chooses to become a member of the service. Mm-hmm. Um, there, were, there were several powerful moments in the film where Charles had to make a decision, if it was ever really a decision, um, as to be, be, um, come home and ask for leave and be with his wife when she was um, you know, preparing to give birth and she was having his child. Um, and, you know, you can just see that for him, even though he so wanted to be there and family was just clearly a priority for him, top priority for him, he wasn't able to leave, um, to be with them because he felt the responsibility to take care of his truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you point out something really important, and that is the sacrifice that military service members and military families make. And if you would look at some of the key components of the sacrifice, how would you characterize the sacrifice that was made by First Sergeant Charles Monroe King? I I mean, I think that it was just incredibly difficult um, for, for her to for her to understand um, that he couldn't be there. And even coming from a military family, so I do think she had some premise of this, but uh, it's just different when it's when it's you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it, it was an incredibly profound sacrifice. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes back to, you know, he really valued, valued family. Like that was so important to him. And I think that, you know, being a part of the war, take, taking care of his responsibilities um, in the war, I think, was his way of protecting his family. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, the thing I really loved about this story is is that when you take time to really experience the loving, tender co- connection that the two of them had as a military family, it also helps you to see how other military families are affected in their overall duty, in their overall commitment, and the sacrifices that they make. And we know that uh, First Sergeant Charles Monroe King made a huge sacrifice of his time being there, and then ultimately um, the loss of, of, of his life. There's a certain amount of honor that I think that the screenwriter wants to have viewers recognize in terms of military service. How do you view the kind of honor that comes out of military service and the sacrifice that families make 
in order to protect us and to protect our country. Well, I think an important moment in the movie is when we find out that the mission uh, that he went on where he was killed was not a mandatory mission for him. Uh, But he chose to go because he would never send his troops out to do something he wouldn't do himself. And so the mission itself uh, had seemed pretty mundane. It was it was a supply delivery mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and so easily he could have, and respectively, he could have sent his troops off to, to do this on their own. But it was important to him to lead by example, right, mm-hmm. and not to ask his men to do anything he wouldn't do. And I think that's the kind of honorable honorable actions that, that, that Dana wanted us to understand that, that, that folks in the service are making every day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that it's a, it's a commitment, it's a, it's a passion, it's, it's a core belief. How did you view her role in terms of holding up the, the family? I think that it was clear that it was a struggle for her. You know, mm-hmm. there, were, there were moments where, you know, she acknowledged in writing a letter to her son, you know, if you're reading this, Jordan, then we've somehow made it through the dark times. And I think even though it was just one line, it gave it set such a tone how mm-hmm. difficult that must have been to lose mm-hmm. the love of her life and to know that she had to raise her son on her own, that that just created a whole a whole shadow over her. Um, and she was able to to be strong and continue, you know, to, to do her job and to, to be a mother. Um, but it was clear that that was not in deep. So we see a journal for Jordan is a memoir of, of love, loss and family. This movie was rated at TG-13. And is this a movie that you would recommend to families? Absolutely. I mean, you know, there there is obviously violence um, with it, with it, including some scenes from the war, um, and and there's a, but there's a lot of a lot of sentiment that I think that young people can appreciate and understand. And you know, there's there's a scene where Jordan is being bullied um, by kids at school, and I think that's a powerful moment for folks to talk to their kids um, about about bullying, about how to how to treat other people you never you never know what someone else's experience is mm-hmm. and the the depth of of the struggle that Jordan and his mom were having around the father you know those other kids at school never really could have known or understood that and so i think there's a lot of powerful teaching moments like that anybody can understand um you know what it means to to make the ultimate sacrifice and that mm-hmm. We need to be able to instill in in young people, you know, the value of that and the importance of, of honoring and respecting that. In the honor of military service. So here we have a movie that was directed by Denzel Washington, and it was distributed by Sony Pictures Entertainment, and it was written by Dana Kennedy. And we have to give her applause for the amazing work that she did in what are the lessons learned? What are the things that we take away from this movie that we'd like to share with other individuals and not just military families, but the community at large about this kind of poignant portrayal of military service and military sacrifice made by families? What's our takeaway? That it's very layered, that it's very it's very intricate and nuanced. You know, it's, it's the ultimate sacrifice is obviously the, the most clear example. Um, but, you know, even before he was killed, we know that Charles, we learned that Charles um, developed asthma, 
while he was overseas. And I think that, you know, there's all kinds of ways that people are impacted um, in war that we may or may not be able to see or understand. Um, and I think that the beauty of this film is that anybody can appreciate it, whether you're mm-hmm. a part of a military family or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is important. It is an important reminder that, you know, regardless of your views, political affiliations or your views around the, the cause of the war, the, the purpose mm-hmm. behind the war, that there are people, human human beings, right, who are, who are defending our honor every day. And that that's something that we really need to keep in the mm-hmm. forefront of our minds. Before we close today's conversation, uh, I have to check in with you and see if this is a movie that you would recommend to others to see. An old-fashioned way of rating movies, we'll look at giving it either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So what are your views about recommending this movie to others? And let us know if you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I definitely would give this movie a thumbs up. I think it is beautifully told. I think it was um, very thoughtful, very moving. Um, and, and like I said before, and I'll say again, it really allows us to take a, a deeper and more intimate look at the lives of service members. And I think that's important. Well, thank you for that. And as I look at the movie and I look at the reviews of the movie, I, as a military spouse and as a member of a military family, I give it a thumbs up as well. And I give it a thumbs up because I am so honored to see that a military family was able to put together such a meaningful and poignant portrayal of life both in service on the front lines and life back at home and how we have to navigate the waters of being able to get through life every single day after such a significant loss. Are there any final words that you would like to share today about First Sergeant Charles Monroe King, the movie, and or the writer? Just that I'm very inspired um, to be able to see, you know, representation is so important. And to be able to see um, this this strong black woman living her life in this extraordinary way every day, um, I think is just really, really inspiring. And and she was a real life, you know, leader in her community, um, in, in her work. And I just think that we need to see more of that. I agree. And on that note, we are going to bring today's conversation at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast, to a close. And Miss Gabby Raska, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for having me, Ben. This episode is sponsored in part by our longtime community partner, Chestnut Hill College. Chestnut Hill College is a certified yellow ribbon institution and a military-friendly college. It has a distinguished history of supporting America's student veterans, military families, and the community at large. We are proud to have this fine academic institution as one of our supporting community partners. Don't miss out. Join the podcast community. Subscribe to Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream your podcast today. Renew topics on Tuesdays with your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. It's 
marks our 12th anniversary, and we're celebrating all of our national and community partners as we work together in building a pipeline of equality in public service, business leadership, and civic engagement for today's women and girls on the move. And there's one last thing before we go. A Journal for Jordan is a military mom's moving and honest memoir about a fallen father and their relationship, mixed with advice and some prayers for their son. This is a powerful and tangible journey into a military family's real-life experience of love, loss, and of honor. This story gives us yet another compelling connection to America's Gold Star families, and we recommend this story to be seen by everyone. It will leave you with a good feeling, and it will leave you with a good understanding of America's military families. And in the words of Dr. Maya Angelou, she's an American author, poet, educator, and the recipient of more than 50 honorary degrees. And she says, I have learned that people may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Now, Posse, take us home. Thank you.